We all know our student ministry shouldn't be solely run by adults. We need to raise up student leaders. But how do we do that? And what does it look like? How do we start it? How do we tweak it? And what are the things we need to have in place in order for it to succeed? My name is Steve Cullum, and in this episode of Student Ministry Connection, I'll share five ideas around student leadership that we need to consider, whether this is your first time around or if you're looking to improve your existing student leadership. Again, my name is Steve Cullum, and I have been privileged to serve in student ministry for over 21 years as of right now, and that includes 18 years of paid ministry. The other day, I had an opportunity to chat with another youth pastor about student leadership, and he's fairly new to full-time student ministry, and things are going really well, but he wasn't quite sure where to start with student leaders. And over the course of about 45 minutes, he asked a lot of great questions, and I rambled on about all the different things that... I've learned from experts in this area of ministry, but also my own experiences. And while he was gracious in saying that what I shared was very helpful, it prompted me to think more about it and to put much more thought into a cohesive package rather than my rambling. So today, I wanted to share with you a few thoughts around student leadership. But before we jump into all that, I want to thank the sponsor of this episode of the podcast. G-Shades is a youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy focused on helping students see everyday life situations through the lens of the gospel. G-Shades has options to fit everyone as well, with three plans to choose from. This curriculum gives you the resources that you need to do what you do better. Do you need message outlines, a discussion guide, and a game? That's just $20 a month. If you're looking for a higher production value, including bumper videos, Instagram devotionals, and parent guides, that's $30 a month. And if you want an affordable engaging video curriculum, G-Shades has you covered for only $40 a month. You will not find a better youth ministry video curriculum at that price point anywhere. Head over to gshades.org, that's G-S-H-A-D-E-S dot O-R-G to download season four of G-Shades curriculum and use the promo code CONNECTION at checkout to receive an extra $20 off your order. G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. Thank you, G-Shades, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. You can find the link to G-Shades in the podcast show notes. You know, there are so many different ways to do student leadership, and I feel like I've tried all of them over the years. I've been able to start a student leadership team in three different churches over various sizes, histories, cultures, and more. And in a couple of those churches, we had to restart the student leadership at least once. And in all of them, we had to tweak it along the way. And in at least one of them, I didn't tweak it enough, which resulted in it dying and I had to restart it. So please know that what I'm about to share is not a how to do it perfectly sort of thing. I believe this is one of the areas of our ministry that we have to contextualize. There are so many different things you're going to need to process for your current church size, your culture, community, student body personal capacity, volunteer capacity, and so much more. But here are a few ideas that I suggest that you think about when you consider starting a student leadership or tweaking your current student leadership. The first thing we need to think about are the ages involved. Is it going to be a high school team? Is it going to be a middle school team? Is it going to be a combination of the two? I usually suggest starting with a high school team. 
If you have a combined program, maybe you can consider doing a combined leadership team as well. But if it's separate, it gives high schoolers something to think about that's their own thing. And it's also gives something for students that are in middle school to look forward to when they become high school students. Like I said, this is going to be different for everyone's situation, but I suggest starting with high school. You may want to start with middle school. You may want to start younger, or you may want to say, you know, anyone wants to be a part of the student leadership team, come on board. We're accepting all ages to be a part of this. But no matter what, I think it's something every one of us needs to think through as we're putting together student leadership. What are the ages that you're going to involve on that team? The second thing we need to think about is whether this is going to be a team approach or a lab approach. Now, most of us know what a team approach is. This is traditional student leadership. You form a team of students together. You meet on a regular basis. You'd probably talk about leadership and that sort of thing, but you also entrust them to lead within the ministry. And this can look a number of different ways. This is a traditional team approach to student leadership. Leadership labs are a completely different approach to student leadership, and they were coined by Doug Franklin and LeaderTreks. If you're unfamiliar with LeaderTreks, make sure you check out the link in our show notes to learn more about LeaderTreks and also leadership labs. But essentially, these are short-term opportunities with a clearer goal for students that are gifted to accomplish that specific goal. For example, you can form a small team of students who want to plan a big summer outreach event, and they have a leader who works with that team to accomplish that specific goal. This is really important for students who often find themselves way too busy to be a part of a traditional team that meets on a regular basis. But maybe for a season, they can commit to leading in that capacity to accomplish that specific goal. So should your ministry go the traditional route of a team approach, or should they look into leadership labs? Our church is actually trying to do both. We needed that traditional leadership team to build up students over time. But at the same time, we do have a bunch of students who cannot be a part of that team. So we're trying to come up with more leadership labs that students can participate in and lead in those ways, even if they can't be a part of a traditional leadership team. Which direction is your ministry going to go? That's something for you to consider. The third suggestion for you to consider is what to do with that team. Here's our approach. Every time we meet with that leadership team, we are focusing on three main components. Fun, so we have games, fun atmosphere, food, things like that. We meet in a home as well, so it's a more relaxed, fun atmosphere. Second thing, we focus on training. Mostly we use LeaderTrex material. If you're unfamiliar with LeaderTrex, again, check out the link in our show notes. But also it's important for those of you that are download youth ministry members to know that LeaderTrex puts out monthly material for you to have for free as long as you're a member. So if you're a download youth ministry member, make sure you check out your downloads for that curriculum from LeaderTrex. It's something we use on a regular basis with our team and it's been fantastic. But no matter what you use, I think it's important to talk about leadership in the Bible. So focus on training those leaders and helping them become better and better leaders. The third thing that we focus on is planning. We look at our calendar, specifically what's coming up over the next few weeks. We look at the weekly program, we look at the events that are coming up, and we walk through that, and we look at ways that we can enhance what we already have planned. And they have so many amazing ideas. I love the planning time with our student leaders. They come up with so many ideas, and then it's up to us to try to whittle those down. But it's a great time of just brainstorming and coming up with ways that they can enhance what we do, because honestly, that's where they have ownership. 
they can pour in, have their ideas actually see them come to fruition within our programming, with our events and the, the different things that we do. They're going to own it. They're going to be leading it and they're going to actually invite their friends to be a part of it as well. The fourth area that I think we should focus on within student leadership is what they do. For us, we have assigned roles that every student leader, if you're part of the student leadership team, there are certain things that we will assign those roles to you. For instance, every student leader is going to be assigned to the greeting team. We want those student leaders leading out by example to be the greeters at the doors of our weekly program. And the second thing is the setup and teardown team. We want students to play a big role in the process of what happens at our weekly program. So they're there early to help set up and they stay a little bit late to help tear down. And that helps them really own the ministry and what happens at our weekly program. But then it's also important to work with students and help them figure out how they have been specifically gifted. We can work with them either individually or in small groups or within the entire team. We're currently going through SHAPE, which talks about your spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experience in order to help them figure out who they are, who God has created them to be, and how they can then use that to not only serve within the church, but also their community, their school, and so forth. So both assigned roles, but also individual roles that match them specifically. That's what our student leaders do. And the fifth thing that I think we should all focus on when it comes to student leadership is to keep it going. Student leaders need to pass it on. You're going to have ups and downs in your students over the years. That's natural. You have those ebbs and flows, and sometimes you have higher numbers. Sometimes you have lower numbers. Sometimes it's in between. You're going to know that happens. The same thing is going to happen within your student leadership as well. But it's always important to make sure student leaders are looking to find other students that are going to replace them. That's really important. We had a student leadership team that was amazing, but they were also a little too good in some ways. Then younger students didn't really step up to lead because the older students did a great job at it. And those student leaders, while they're amazing, they weren't the greatest at passing it on to the younger ones. And so we had a lull in the student leadership. Make sure that your current student leaders are looking for those that are coming after them and pouring into them. And perhaps this is where you actually need to start a middle school leadership team as a training ground for eventually when they get to high school. So make sure it's always looking forward and passing it on to the next generation. Train your students to do this as well. And one thing I know, like I said earlier, is that there are so many things to think about when it comes to student leadership. So I am sure that I missed something. If so, I want to encourage you to reach out to me on social media. You can find me at Steve Cullum, that's S-T-E-V-E-C-U-L-L-U-M, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can also find Student Ministry Connection at StuMinConnect, that's S-T-U-M-I-N-C-O-N-N-E-C-T, on Twitter, and at Student Ministry Connection on Instagram and Facebook. Send me a reply or a DM, and just let me know what I missed. What other questions do you have? And I'll respond there. And if I get enough responses that, that warrants a part two of this conversation, I'll definitely consider that on a future episode. But for this episode, if it helped you, would you consider doing a few things? First of all, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed on your favorite podcast app, please do that. Also, share it with someone else in student ministry. Maybe it's someone who is also thinking about student leadership, maybe recently started a team or wants to start one or just has a lot of questions about student leadership. Consider sharing this with them. And finally, if your podcast app allows for it, leave us a positive review. 
This is really helpful for others in student ministry who are looking for podcasts to listen to. If they see good reviews on the podcast, they'll also listen. So if you like what you hear, make sure you leave a positive review if your app allows for it. Before we close out today, I do want to thank our sponsor once again. G-Shades is a great ministry curriculum and teaching strategy. And if you use the promo code CONNECTION when you check out at gshades.org, you can save $20 off your order on top of the free trial they give you already. Thank you so much, G-Shades, for sponsoring this episode. You can find the link to G-Shades, our social media channels, and all the other links that I mentioned in this episode, including Leader Treks, in the podcast show notes and our YouTube description. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Student Ministry Connection. We are incredibly grateful for you and all you do for teenagers, their families, and the teams that you lead. Remember to stay connected and may God bless your ministry.